So it's been uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we learned. So I think we're gonna do we'll, we'll do a drop of chazar. We didn't get that far into the text, anyways. So we'll do just a drop of chazar, just chazaring over some of the basic kashas that the Baltani begins with, with a little bit of asbara, and then Mitzvah Shem either this time or next time we'll get to the beginning the beginning of his tarets. So Tanya, yeah, we'll begin again from the beginning. And we'll just we'll read through the first few lines quickly because we saw them the past two, uh, the last two shiurim, and then we'll we'll get to the new, the new part of the kashas that the Baltani has. So again, like like we mentioned, that the Baltani is going to start off with a bunch of questions, a list of eight or ten questions, and most of the answer most of the questions are not going to get answered from many many prakim, maybe 10, 15, 20 prakim until they really get answered. But we'll see. It's a build up. Uh, the questions are veer more. To, to give us the context of what he's trying to do, rather than it's a Shiloh with the with the terrorists. It's not it's not as much that structure as he's trying to give us something much broader than just a terrorist to these kashas. So he's going to give us the kashas, and then I'll start a build up starting all the way from ground zero, mamish from you know who you are, what you're made out of, what your nefesh of Hamas is made of, what your nefesh of Lakis is made of, the components that are taking place inside of you, the wars, the battles that are the internal battles that we all face. The struggles that we face, what, what does it mean to, what does a triumph mean? What does it mean to win? What does it mean to be successful? What does it mean to be an Ayyad Hashem? What does it mean to be a Tzaddik? How do we do that? We'll get to all of that and then, okay, we'll get back to all these Turetzim. But, the, but again, these are just, they're sort of just to give us the context of the way he wants to bring us. And as we mentioned, at least once before, that the, the, the Sefer Tang is, is structured very, very beautifully. And we'll see it's a buildup. You have to help help a shtickle, but we'll, 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 you know, just to make sure that we understand the structure of like the first 25 prakim is one real big structure. Well, we'll yeah, but each parak contains within it its own lessons and we'll, as we go through it, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to chazer and remind ourselves where we're holding and what we're trying to get to. So again, he, began, he begins like this. Parak Aleph. Tani besayif parak gimel danid amashbiyam oisay te tzadik ve alte rasha. Make a person swear, te tzadik ve tzadik ve alte rasha. Don't be a rasha. This is before the, before the, before every one of us is born. This is the shvur that we go through. And they tell, they tell, the, they tell this tipa, they tell this, you know, unborn fetus, unborn baby, even if the whole world tells you it's tzaddik, you should always view yourself as a rasha. Right? So first of all, it's a stira. They tell you that before you come down into this world, you always have to view yourself as a rasha. But the mission in Perkei says you shouldn't view yourself as a rasha. Not only that, not only that, even even if you can figure out the stira, which as we mentioned, Ben Yudin has a different as a terrorist and explains the mission where it's not a stira. Even if you can answer the question, but just the, the direction that the, that they're giving you from Shemaim seems to be a terrible piece of advice. You should always be be in your eyes like a rasha, and even if the world tells you and pats you on the back and says, "Great job," that nah, wasn't good enough. Right? That's not a proper way to live. Right, you won't be able to serve the Rabbi Hashem properly, which you know is the source for all the klalas. So, so that, that's what they want you from. That's what they want from Shemayim. That's the parting message they give you in Shemayim. Always remember you're terrible. Always remember you're wicked. Even if you're doing well, even if you feel like you've gotten somewhere in life, remember you're wicked. Like that's it doesn't seem to be a healthy parting message for them to give you from Shemayim. And not, it's not just a message that they're giving you. They make you swear that this is the way. This is your outlook. This is the way you're going to view yourself. You're always going to view yourself as Russian. Every one of us made that shvua. So like, that, that just doesn't seem to be a healthy thing to do. And if it doesn't bother you, then lo yirei levavei kwal mizeh, yachalavei dekalas for shalom. So if it doesn't bother you, and you say, okay, so I'm Russia. It doesn't make a difference to me that I'm Russia. So then you, then you come lide kalas, that nothing makes a difference, that everything's fine. And you whitewash that, you know, everything you do, because it doesn't make a difference. I'm a Russia anyways, because I have to view myself as a Russia. So that's also, we have a lide kalas, right? We spoke about this, you know, at the beginning of El, that this is, Mamish, this kasha is, is 
is the kasha that we all struggle with during Elul. Because you have two choices during Elul. You can either say I'm a Russia and have a huge cheshben nefesh to make and I have to do a lot of tshuva for a lot of averis that I've done. But then what can happen is the atzev, a person becomes depressed. They're not able to serve the Rabbanisham with simcha and tovlevav. And part of the avoidance specifically of tshuva is that tshuva has to be done with simcha, right? Like, like Yosef Atzadik told the brothers, Va'ata al ta'atzvu. Right? The Medrash says, Va'ata, Va'ata is always a lashon of tshuva. Right? That's, that's a Medrash in, in Bereshit's Rabbah, the Va'ata is always a lashon of tshuva. For a very Pashto reason, Va'ata means now. The whole avoid of tshuva is being able, to, be, being able to live in the moment, being able to figure out what my avoid is now, not dwelling so much on the past. Even the word avera, the word avera comes from the word avar. It's in the past. And part of the avoida of tshuva is to, to disconnect yourself from the averas that you've done in the past and to say they're avar, they're what happened, and I'm not the same person. Right? We mentioned the Rambam many times. The Rambam writes in Ochas Tshuva that the ultimate state of tshuva is when a person is able to say about himself, ani acher, somebody, I'm not that person that did those averas. I, you are, I'm not the same person. I've changed my essence completely and I'm somebody else. So, you know, it, it, that's the avoida of tshuva is that a person's able to do it with simcha. When you do tshuva, Yosef HaTzadik told the brothers, don't do it with atzvah. So make sure that tshuva is not done with depression. So on the one hand, if you, if you magnify everything you've done wrong and you sit there with a chesh nefesh, you end up in atzvah. And if El doesn't mean anything to you and you're just saying, okay, you know, I'm not in yeshiva anymore. So El is not, you know, the scary thing that it was. And therefore I can just sort of try to ride through straight to Rosh Hashanah. So then the opposite happens, you have a lot So that, this kasha is the, the, the steer that we all have taking place inside of ourselves is how do you find that balance between not, you know, over, not over magnifying the things that we've done wrong to the point that it comes to atzvahs, but at the same time, knowing how to say, okay, but that doesn't mean that everything's, like we spoke about tonight, and beyond the kechashe, like everything's fine, don't worry, Hashem loves me, I can like totally wipe away everything and just say like, don't worry, everything's good, right? So to find that balance, is a very difficult thing, but here we have a steer in Chazal, where Chazal are telling us two totally opposite messages. So that's the first kasha that he has, really the first two kashas. First of all, a kasha, a stira, and second of all, the piece of advice that they give you from Shemayim. The Indian is that we find the Gemara five different categories of people. Tzadik v'toyvloi, tzadik v'raloi, rasha v'toyvloi, rasha v'raloi, obeinani. Right? And on a simple level, this is Moshe Rabbeinu, again, Moshe Rabbeinu's kasha to the Rabbani Shalom, and brought in the Gemara Brachis. Moshe Rabbeinu asks the Rabbani Shalom, Iranian Kecha, show me the way that you run the world. Moshe Rabbeinu says, why is there a tzaddik that has everything good? And there's a tzaddik that suffers in this world. Why is there a Russia that has good and a Russia that doesn't have good? That was Moshe Rabbeinu's kasha. Machlokas in the Gemara, whether Hashem did answer him, didn't answer him. But that's the kasha that the Gemara has. Those are the five madrigas that the, that the Gemara gives. And the Gemara also talks, not over there, the Gemara talks later, about a, about a, about a person called a Bainini which we know, again, this is the season that we're in, that the way, we'll, the way we normally teach Bainani is somebody who's mechsa avaynas and mechsa zechoyis. That's the way Chazal teach it, at least when it comes towards Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, Sersh Mechuvah, that a Bainani is flowing in the a Bainani is mechsa zechoyis and mechsa avaynas. And we'll see that that's not, when we're talking about a Bainani, we don't mean that bachlal, we mean something very, very far from there, but that's the level that Chazal call a Bainani. So there's five, there's five people, Tzadik V'tayvlai, Tzadik V'raloi, Rosh V'tayvlai, Rosh V'raloi, and Bainani. Now, we'll see in a second, that we normally think of that not as five different people, and not five different types of people. A tzaddik v'rala and a tzaddik v'tayvla is not a different type of person. It's just what, what circumstances is the tzaddik is happening to the tzaddik? Is it a tzaddik who's having good things happen to him, or a tzaddik who's not having good things happening to him? But even the Gemara over there says that one of the, according to the Mandarin, the Rambam answered Moshe Rabbeinu. He said tzaddik gomer, tzaddik sheina gomer, tzaddik v'tayvla, a tzaddik that has good. It's a tzaddik gomer. A tzaddik v'raloi, a tzaddik who's not even good, it's not a tzaddik gomer, and therefore he needs to get his kapar taking place down here in this world. So 
what it means is, and what the Baltani, what the Gemara is telling us already, is that they're not the same. Tzadik V'tayvla and Tzadik V'rali are not only different because of the life circumstances that they have. That the Tzadik V'tayvla has things going well, and Tzadik V'rali happens not to have things going well. There's a difference in their madragas that automatically separates the Tzadik V'tayvla and Tzadik V'rali. So we have to figure out what, what are these madragas? Tzadik V'tayvla, V'rali, what are these five madragas? Does that Gemara talk about Benini? No, not the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't talk about it. The Gemara much later. It talks about, they mentioned the word vanity. Yeah, he puts it as one. Matina the Gemara. He doesn't mean in the same Gemara. You're right. No, he doesn't mention any concept of vanity. The type Right. So right. Exactly. Exactly. We don't. We don't know what the major. Huh? That's the exact reason. Because Tavla is not telling you the life circumstances. It's telling you it's a tzaddik gomer, not a tzaddik gomer. Right. So what's a benini? So that which is tzaddik gomer, tzaddik not a gomer, Russia gomer, Russia not a gomer, and then you have a benini in the middle. Right. There is a concept of benini, the type and the benini yeah, but not, not the way he's telling it to us. He's using Tavla and Raleigh specifically for it's telling the kind of, of, kind of Right, of right, exactly. Right. And, that, and that's what we're going to see from the Zerah Kaddish. The, the, the Zerah Kaddish teaches up the whole thing of Tzadik Nothing to do with what's taking place to him externally. Everything has to do with what's taking place internally, right, in general. That's, it's, it's a seven of what kind of Tzadik is. Right. Well, yeah, but the Zerakad is going to say it's not even right. That's the way the, the Gemara is the Gemara and the Gemara. It's a similar what type of tzaddik is. If he's a tzaddik for Allah, you know that he's not perfect. He has things that he needs to fix. It's tzaddik for Torah, everything's perfect. Now, on Russia, same thing with the Russia. We'll see. In, 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 once we get to the Zarekadosh in a minute, the Zarekadosh has a whole other way of looking at a tzaddik v'tali. It has nothing to do with what's taking place to him externally. Well, you know, again, the Zarekadosh is always focusing internally, right? Well, what's taking place in the inside? So the tzaddik v'tayvlai, tzaddik v'ralai, has to do with the mahus, the essence of the person, on the internal. Now, even in the Gemara, it's clear that the Gemara is also understanding that, that like you said, if the Gemara is a simon, that the Gemara is understanding that the external circumstances are a simon to what the person's actions are. But the Zerah is going to take it even a step deeper. It doesn't even have anything to do with the person's actions. Mm-hmm. Which means you can have a tzaddik v'tayvlai, tzaddik v'ralai, and a vanity. We'll see once we understand that those three madragas, that they're, in terms of actions, they're all exactly the same. Right? We'll see, which, which is a phenomenal thing. You can have three people, that are all doing exactly the same thing. The Benini is doing exactly the same thing as the Tzaddik. You and me can't tell them apart. But in the Mahus of what the person is, they're totally different people. And we'll see. But that's, that's, again, that's the Chiddush of what the Balatani is going to get to in the next few prakim is what a Benini is. We'll see that a Benini does not mean half and half. And I'll prove that in a second, that it can't mean half and half. But we'll see that a Mamash has to do with an internal, internal of it. And that's, again, as... as so you see the service. The word Tzaddik doesn't mean Tzaddikus. It means other things. Right, exactly. It, it means it means what's taking place in the inside of the person in this in this battle that we all have between the nefesh of and nefesh of What's what's really taking place internally, which which will give us again a, a lot of perspective. And that's again that that's why you know when we said this at the beginning of the Akdamata, the sefer, it's not a sefer which is here to tell you just practical eitzes. It's not here. You know, here's the prayer. Here's you know ten biggest problems in Avodas Hashem, which he again he wrote in the Akdamata if That's what he's coming to do. He's coming to give you eitzes and everything, but. But not in a way of, here's a problem, here's an etza, here's a problem, here's an etza. In a way of getting to the core of who you are and figuring out, mamish at the core of who, who you are, who are you? You know, me, ani, ma'ani, like, wh- wh- what am I? And then once I can answer that question, then, okay, then it, it can express itself externally in terms of my actions, machshava, deeper, maisa, but we're trying to get much, much deeper than that. We're trying to get to the core of who we are. But even we normally think that, okay, my actions are external, speech is external, but you know my machshavas, that's internal, that, that's who I am. You're not your machshavas. Your machshavas will see that that's just an external lavush to who you are. And your machshavas are not the essence of who you are. It's, it's something much, much deeper than that. Machshavas are also an expression of who you are. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to all of, all of this. But this is the way the Gemara teaches. Tzadik Baraloi, Tzadik Baraloi, right? Pirashi Gemara, Tzadik Baraloi, Tzadik Gomer, Tzadik Baraloi, 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 T
which is the Zerah Kaddish, Parsh Meshpatim, Pirish totally different. Tzadik Viraloi, Shaharasha Boy Kafaf Latoif. A Tzadik Viraloi means that the Rasha Boy is Kafaf Latoif, and he doesn't speak out the whole Zerah Kaddish, but what it means is like this. The, the Zerah Kaddish says, Tzadik Viraloi means it's a Tzadik, and the Ra is to him, which means that he has some Ra, but the Ra is Kafaf to the Taif inside of him. So he's a Tzadik, but he overcame the Ra, and the Ra is not a. a you know, a, a, a force inside of him that really has any power. So he's a tzaddik and there's ra, but he's overtaken the ra that the ra is now light to him. Tzaddik v'tayvloi means that there is no ra. That the, the tzaddik's reached the level that there's no ra anymore. And Mimela, he's a tzaddik v'tayvloi. He's a tzaddik and the only thing he has is tayv. And the tayv is to him, obviously, but there is no ra. There's no mention of ra. Rasha v'tayvloi means he's a rasha and he has some good, but the good is subservient to the rasha inside of him. Right, like as I'll say, we'll see this in a second. You know, Rosham, Rosham, you know, you know, is their their Rishus Libam. Right, Tzadikim are Libam Rishusim, and Rosham are Rishus Libam. So he's a Russia, and his lave overtakes the Taif. So he's a Russia. The Taif Loi, the Taif is to him, which means to the Russia. That's where we're labeling, labeling him as a Russia. And Russia Varaloi means he's a Russia with no Taif. He's a Russia who's who's just Ra. He's totally, totally, totally Ra. Now we'll see. Obviously, this is going to become very clear as we go through the Prakmatanya that the greatest rush in the world is not really Rasha Varaloi. We'll, we'll see there's something called the Makif. Even the, even the person who's totally obliterated any good from inside of him still has that Ar Makif, that surrounding light, which still allows him to be able to be Moise Nefesh for Hashem and to be connected to Hashem. So even, even when we're talking about the most extreme example of Rasha Varaloi, we don't really mean that there's no good left inside of him. That's obviously impossible for a Yid to eradicate all the type inside of him. But it means, on a very simple level, that there is no, there is no type anymore. The type has been so much subjugated to the, the, the Ra has been so much sub, subjugated, to, I'm sorry, the Taif has been so much subjugated to the Ra that it's, it's seemingly, there's no more Ra, there's no more Taif there anymore. Fine, that's where the, that's where the Zerah Kaddish teaches it. You know, Tzadik the Taif, Tzadik Rale, that's where he teaches the form of Dregas. Uba Gemara Saif Perech Pes, the Brachis, Tzadikim Yitzhatayv Shaiftan, Risham Yitzhara Shaiftan, Bainanim Zevazah Shaiftan, and then the Gemara says, what's a Bainani? A Bainani is somebody who has both of them being Shaifet, that there is, a, 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 there's a Yetzirah and a Yetzirah they're both, both being shaped on a person now that word we'll see as we get into the Prakim that word's a very interesting word right? that word shafi, right? it doesn't say shaylet, right? the word we would use probably is who's being shaylet, right? That, that a tzaddik is his Yetzirah is being shaylet over his Yetzirah it's not what it says shafi, right? shafi normally we teach as a judge right? so where does the word judge have anything to do with the Yetzirah the, the Rasha is having is Yetzirah being Shafet? He's the judge? That's a very odd word to use. We'll see the way the Valtani explains what the, what, what the word Shafet is. It gives a lot, a lot of clarity. And Dafka, that word that Chazal used, why Shafetan, right? And Zevazeh Shafetan, Beninim. And then Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says this, you know, very, very odd statement. Right, so the Gemara gave, a, gave, a, gave the, the criteria of what a Benini is. A Benini is Zevazeh Shafetan, and Rabbah pops up, and Rabbah, Rabbah pipes up and says, I'm a Benini. If you're a Benini, so you're not, you're not allowing anybody else to live, right? So you're a Benini, so then who's a Tzadik? You're Rabbi, you're the Gadol Adar, and you're claiming that you're a Benini, so then who, who exactly is the, uh, exactly the Gadol Adar? And I'll get to in a minute, you know, what exactly Rabbi was saying. How could a Rabbi have even said something? Ulavan calls the to understand what, what all this means. What are these Madragas? Tzadik, Vatoyvoy, Tzadik, Varale. What does the Zara Kaddish mean? What does the Gemara mean? We have, to, we have to really understand all these madrigas clearly in order to, to know how to define ourselves and classify ourselves to know where we're holding, right? We, you know, we, tend to, we tend to try to shy away from labels, right? It's not, a, it's not something that's very 
popular in, in Tashin Pei Beis in 2022. We don't, right? we don't label people, but ultimately, if a person really wants to work on himself and a person really wants to grow, you have to label yourself, right? It's a healthy thing to do, to be able to know where you are, to have an emistic, you know, an emistic view of who you are and to know where you're holding is the only way you can really grow. I don't want to put myself in a box. I don't label myself. I'm not this type or this type. Okay, but you, you, in order to really be able to figure yourself out and to be able to really have real growth, the first step is you have to label yourself. So are you a tzaddik or tzaddik or tzaddik or tzaddik or tzaddik or tzaddik or tzaddik But the only way we can label ourselves is if we know what the labels really mean, what they represent. So we'll have to be lahaven zeba, you know, in a way better hative, in a way to understand this clearly. I think this is all, I think we've seen all this already in previous weeks. That's why we're going a little quick. Begam lahaven ma'ashamar iev, we also have to send what iev says. Eiv comes to the Rabbani Shem with a taina, and Eiv says, Rabbani Shem, what do you want from me? Rabbani Shem, you created Tzadikim, and you created Rasham. So what in the world do you want from me? You're upset about the things that I've done? How can you blame me for anything I've done? Everything was predetermined from Hashem. You already predetermined that I'm going to be a Russia or a Tzadik. So therefore, I'm not held responsible for anything I do. When the Gemara and Nita discusses exactly what happens to the Tipa of Zera before it comes into the world, Right, I'll read the Gemara Nida of Tezayin says, right, Dorosh of Chenina Bar Papa, Isa Malach HaMamuna Al Arayim, that Malach, which is Mamuna, which is in charge of pregnancy, Laila Shemai, Menaito Tipa Umamidlof Na'ekadosh Baruch Hu, takes a Tipa of Zerah and puts it before the Rabbani Shalom. But Amr Lafana, Rabbani Shalom, Tipa Zumate Allah. Rabbani Shalom, what do you want this Tipa to be? Gibur Echalosh, want it to be strong or weak? Chacham Etipesh, want it to be smart or stupid? Ashira Ani, the Ilu Rasha Vatsadik Lekamar. And Zakti Gemara, this tipa, the Rebbe doesn't say whether it's going to be a tzaddik or rasha. Why? Kedam Rav Chanina, Dam Rav Chanina, Kol B'day Shemayim, Chatzmei Yer Shemayim. Shnei Rav Ha'ati Yisrael, Ma Hashem Alekech Hashel Me'imcha, Kiyam Le'ira. So Mel, the tipa, the Rebbe doesn't decide whether the tipa is going to be a tzaddik or rasha. Now, obviously, like we spoke out last week in Shul, obviously the Rebbe is going to be in Bechira, and obviously the Rebbe knows whether that tipa is going to be a tzaddik or rasha. But at least in the world that we live in, the context we live in, in the world of Bechira, the Rebbe never never decides or never says clearly, at least. To, you know, to, to the lower, to lower Madrigus of, of creation, what this tip is going to be, whether it's going to be a tzaddik or a rasha. So now Eve comes along and Eve claims this claim to the Rabban Islam that Rabban Islam brasset tzaddikim and it seems like the claim goes over fine. Nobody, if you look back at Eve and look at the Gemara Basra, nobody, nobody fights the claim at all. All the, all the, all the chaverim of Eve do is, they say, yeah, brasset yei tzahara, brasset tzaddikim as the Gemara Baba Basra says, the answer back, you're right. The Mashim created you to be a Russia or you to be a Tzaddik. And the Mashim created all of us to either be a Tzaddik or Russia, but you should just know that there's an antidote. The antidote is Torah. Brasi Yitzhara, Brasi Torah Tavlin. But isn't, Eve, isn't what Eve is saying flawed at its core? What Eve is saying is that the Mashim created Tzaddik and created Rasham. That's not true. Every, every person, like, like we saw the Rambam last week, every person, even if you don't understand the idea of works, which the Rambam says he doesn't understand, every person is held responsible and has to be maim at a thousand percent that the scharva Bechira. So Eve comes along and throws out this claim, Barasa Tzaddik and Barasa Rasham. And it's not true. Right? So, so what, what, what's Eve claiming? What Tzaddik Barasha like Kamar? The Gemara clearly says that Tzaddik Barasha like Kamar. The Russian doesn't create, doesn't say Tzaddik Barasha. So, so what's, what, 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 what exactly was Eve's mistake? They write, they write in the, in the Aris, in the, in the Tani, that that's why, you know, just to show you, we didn't mention this last time, just to show you a little bit of, of how every word and every letter is they're, they're by the, by the uh, before she had Tanya. If you look at the Lushan, it says, Barasa Tadikim Barasa Rishan, and right there it says, Vahulu. What's Vahulu doing, right? Isn't, isn't the whole Kasha just from Barasa Tadikim Barasa Rishan? So why does he put in the word Vahulu? It should just say, Barasa Tadikim Barasa Rishan, but Tadik Barasa Lake Kamar. 
so they, they explain that the reason why he writes Pechul is because if you look Vaitor in the Gemara, you'll see, don't say that he had a good kasha, but his kasha was slugged up by his friends who told him the Gemara Nida. Look Vaitor in the Gemara, and you'll see that the tarots that his friends gave him was just Brasi Ter, Brasi, Brasi, uh, Brasi Yetzar, Brasi Ter, Tapa. So you're able to see that if you look Vaitor in the Gemara, he's not bringing down the whole Gemara. He's saying Pechul to just say, don't think that his kasha was a bad kasha, and he made a mistake because... Clearly, nobody, nobody corrected him on this basic fundamental mistake that he made. And he, you know, they, all they told him is Brasi Teratapa. So that's why he writes for Hulu. But, uh, but the kasha is a good kasha. Well, well, what exactly was uh, what was Eve's kasha? Yeah. We, we started in the war and he also had Mashpi and he said, Tzadik was like, I'll tell you Russia. So you got to tell me about this book, created a Russia, and then made him swear that he should be a Tzadik. Right. 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 Even that Lashem Hashbimah says a very strong Lashem because if you have Taka Taka Shavuos, then how do you go against the Shavuot, right? Right. So right. even more so. Right, even more so. Everybody has a Chiv to be a Tzaddik, you know, right. even the person that's created Rashi. So, so what, what was he of claiming? That, that, that's a very, it's a very fundamental question, which we'll get to as we get for, you know, further on in the Prakim. What, what does it mean that, that people are created as a Russian or a Tzaddik? We'll see that the Baltania says that what Eve said was right. We have to understand how that works with Bechira and what that means that a person was created with you know, with the tzaddik mentality or, or Russian mentality, with the rock tzaddik neshama, Russian neshama, but it's clear that it's clear from the Gemara Bavavasa that that's a reality. And we'll have to understand exactly what that means, that people are created, you know, not all men were created equal. We'll have to see exactly what that means. Now, besides for all these kashas that we have so far, which is to understand what tzaddik v'rasha, tzaddik v'rasha, to understand what Eev's kasha is, you have to understand what a benini is. Right? This is back to the kasha that we had before. The fifth madrega the Gemara brings, and I'm that Gemara at the beginning of Brachas, but the fifth madrega the Gemara brings is a, uh, is a benini. So what is a benini? It can't be that a benini is 50-50. Why? How in the world can Rav have said about himself that he's not a benini? Even the Malach Lavis wasn't able to kill him when it was time to be killed, similar to David Amalach, where the Rabbanisham was Megala to David Amalach according to Chazal, what day he was going to die. Rabbanisham told him he was going to die on Shabbos, and David Amalach spent every single Shabbos towards the end of his life learning the whole Shabbos, and the Malach Lavis wasn't able to be shut on him until the story happened that he got distracted, and he stopped learning for a second, and the Malach Lavis was able to be shut on him. That's one of the reasons why, why, David, why Malava Malka has a lot to do with David Amalach. Right? It's called Doi Sudas David Malka Meshicha. By the by the by the Rizal, what does that do? David Melchus Shaitan Tzvarim. That every month of Shabbos, the David Melchus survived. David Melchus used to make a big suda over the fact that he survived another Shabbos. He knew he was going to die in Shabbos, so every Shabbos he was, you know, had sort of so to speak, you know, having anxiety that maybe this is it. Matzah Shabbos came, and David Melchus okay, made it through another Shabbos, so he made a big suda to celebrate the fact that he still had chiyus. Which again, this has a lot of inical pipinimus. What that means to us, but but that's a on a pasuk Shabbat. But Rabbi had the same thing. Rabbi was learning, didn't stop learning for a second. The Malach Mavis wasn't able to be shy on him. So Rabbi said about himself that he's a Benini, and a Benini means 50-50? It, it can't be, right? And again, so, so we'll say, what do you mean? Rabbi's an Anav. Now, that, that's not what an Anav means, right? We saw at the beginning, Mamash is like Dhamma already, or was it, it's like Dhamma to the Malachi, right? He, he wrote that, if, if you don't understand what I mean, right? Again, this is, this is the letter sent out to everybody with the time. If you don't understand what everything in the Baal means, make sure that you go find somebody in your town, right? And they'll explain to you. And then he writes, To them I, I beg, Not to do another v'shifla which means if you go to the Rav and the Rav knows the answer and the Rav says, ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I'm capable of answering. That's another v'shifla shal sheker. That, that's not what another means. Another doesn't mean that a person says, I don't know the answer. Or a person says, I think that I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50. 
It's not what another means. Another means that a person's makkah, that everything they got from the, is from the Rabbani Shalom. A person doesn't, a person knows that they're not as great as people think they are. That's another. But, which means if, if Rabbah would have told us, if the world would have viewed Rabbah as the greatest Tamachachim that lived, and Rabbah would have said, listen, I'm not as big of a Tamachachim as you think I am, maybe that's another. Fine. He's saying, I'm not as great as you think I am. But it's not another to say that you do Averis 50% of the time. The checker, right? A checker. It's not, it's not another. That's not what the Rabbani wants. That's not humble. That means you're saying about yourself that you're Russia, right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you Russia, and, 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 and it's not, it's foolish. Rab is like stopping, playing a shtick, like playing a joke, like I'm the worst, you know, I'm the worst person that ever lived. Like I've done 50, 50 you know, 50 Averis, like 50% Averis. So you can't tell me that Bainini means the way we think of Bainini. And we'll see that it means a shame of Mushal. We'll explain that. Even when Chazal used that, when they talk about, you know, a search of Chuva. That, that, that's, a, that's a borrowed term of, of Bainini. But the essence of what a Bainini is, we try to define who a Bainini is, it doesn't mean 50-50. Because then Rabbah would never, be, never say about himself that he's mechsalvainous. How in the world could he, he say about himself that, that he's mechsalvainous? Chas v'shalom. Va'oyed, and even more, even more, a stronger kash. Forget about Rabbah for a second. Where is it even possible for anybody to be a Bainini? For a very Pashto reason. Sharei b'shasha oysalvainous. Nikarasha Gamma. Person does Averis. At that moment that a person does Averis, you call the Russia. Right? That's because I'll say. And then you do Chuva Nikar Tzada Gamma. The more Kedushin says, right? Rehma Kedashis Slim and Asher Tzada Gamma. Right? Kedashis may suffer. Maybe Shema Herit Chuva believe it. You do have a Herit Chuva, you're Tzada Gamma. So at, at the time you're doing an Avera, or you haven't done an Avera, you're Russia. Never smack in the middle. Never smack in the middle. Either Russia or Tzadik. There's no moment when you're a Bainini. Uh, you're halfway through Tshuva, what does it mean? If you're doing an Avera, you're a Russia. If you did Tshuva, you're a Tzadik. So what's a Bainini? Right? Even if a person is Avera, they're very from Also, Chazal call him, he's a Russia. Even if a person has the ability to be meicha about somebody else doing an avera and doesn't do that, also call the rush. For sure, if you yourself are mavatel mitzvahs a person's cut off, right? And 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 you're talking about that. You're talking about a basic bittel mitzvahs say. Most people do a bittel Torah. So, if you did the Avera bittel Torah for one minute, if for one minute you were supposed to be learning and you didn't learn, or for one minute you saw somebody else doing an Avera and you weren't Meichan that person, so you're a Russia. And if you did Tshuva, you're a Tzadik. So, who's a Bainini? The, the guy who's stuck halfway, like in between these two Madrigs, you can't be stuck. Again, if Bainini means. Based on the actions that you've done, okay, so fine. It could be a concept called a bainini. But we just saw that the Gemara says that you—that's not what a bainini means. Even our Gemara, forget about the Zara Kaddish for a second. The Gemara says that a tzaddik is somebody who's doing a mitzvah, and a rasha somebody who doesn't have error. So what's a bainini? Bainini can't be—you can't be a bainini. Okay, doesn't have bittul Torah because if he had bittul Torah, he'd be a rasha, not a bainini. So umishem hachi tor rabba batzman lemeshu bainini. So even though we don't understand what a Bainini is, but at least we understand that Rabbah could have made such a fundamental mistake. Had Rabbah called himself a Bainini? Because a Bainini is somebody who never did an Avera or has done Shuvah and all the Averas that he's done. How do I know? Because if he hasn't, then he's a Russia. So Elamai Bainini must be higher than the Russia. Bainini must be somebody who hasn't done Averas or has done Shuvah and every Avera that he's done. So now Rabbah can say about himself he's a Bainini. If Bainini means 50-50, so Rabbah can't talk that way. That's, that's, that's Shifla Shal 
That's some silly for Rabbi Rab to say, but himself on when he when he hasn't done fifty percent of errors and he knows that he hasn't done fifty percent of errors. Elamai Benini means the way Chazal taich Benini that it's somebody who hasn't who's not a Russia, somebody who clearly hasn't done things wrong. So so what Benini is we don't know, but at least Rabbi could have made a mistake about himself to say that he's a Benini. I v'hada amra ba'alma this that we say mechzal mechzal mikri Benini v'reivs chuyis mikri tzadik v'shemam mushal in its charvaimish. Again, there's always two ways you can view things. You can view things in a way of chitzenius and a way of primius. In a way of chitzenius means I'm looking at the actions that I've done and how many, if I make a tally of how many things I've done right, how many things I've done wrong, I have more things that I've done right. right? So we, you know, we imagine, because when we're little kids, we had parsha sheets that look like this, that we're gonna come into Rosh Hashanah and there's a big scale, right? We know exactly what the scale looks like because every Rebbe draws the scale the same way. And the scale looks like this and it's golden, right? And it goes up and down. And then they pile all your mitzvahs on one side and all your verse on the other side. And if you tip a little bit to the right, you know, you get a little bit more mitzvahs, you get sifrin shel tzaddikim. A little bit more averis, sifrin shel rishon. If you're 50-50, exactly, again, whatever that even means, which is not his shmuz, but if you're 50-50, exactly 50-50, then everything's like, it's balanced perfectly, then we wait, fluent v'ayim then, until Yom Kippur. But that's a shame on Mushal. That, that's when you're referring to schar v'aymish. You want to know which book you get written in? You want to know what type of life you're going to have the next year? Okay, fine. Maybe that's what maybe that's what Chazal teach when they say what a Russia tzaddik or a Benini is. But that's not what we're discussing over here. We're discussing the essence of what the person is. We're discussing who the person is. So maybe in terms of actions, maybe in terms of scharvainish, a Benini maybe somebody's 50-50, and a tzaddik is somebody who's Rayskhuyas, but but that's not what we mean. Right? Even on a Pasha level, if a guy's 51% schuyas, so you can call him Sifran Shal Tzadikim because the guy maybe won't get Misa that year. But he's not a tzaddik, right? We know he's clearly not a tzaddik. He's, he, he's one mitzvah over his averus. He's a tzaddik. He's not a tzaddik. It's a shame of Musha, which means it's a borrowed term that we say sifrin shel tzaddikim, which means he's, he's not a rasha. He's not a tzaddik, right? So these terms that we throw around a lot during, during this time of the year, you know, during, during the Yom and Aram is, is again, it's, it's referring to schar v'aynish. Which book are you going to get written in? But the essence of the person, who the person is, that you can't do. Well, if you should... That's Okay, you won the din. Fine, so you got into the right book, but but that's not the essence of who you are. You want to talk about who a tzaddik is? The machos of a tzaddik. That's what David Melech says about himself. We'll see as we get into again as we get further in the prakim what those words mean. But means that my lave. There's a, there's a hole, there's a hollow space inside of me where my Yetzara used to be. I've totally eradicated my Yetzara. You totally killed the Yetzara. But that's what a tzaddik is. A tzaddik is somebody who has no Yetzara. So again, if we're talking about, you want to talk about tzchar v'aynish? Yeah. If you, if you made the cut, if you got 51%, if the, if the scale's tipping a little bit to the right, you'll be written in sifrin shel tzaddikim. But that's not a tzaddik. That's, you, you, get it, you got off, you got off the hook, but, but you're not a tzaddik, right? Somebody goes to court, Right, and they're they're fighting you know a terrible court case against them, and they get um, what's it called when you get um? No, when you get when you get like when they give you uh, huh acquitted acquitted right so that you can get acquitted, but every everybody knows the guy's not a tzaddik right. There's the reason why something happened, and the guy was in jail most of the time right, and the guy was in jail, and then something happened. It wasn't so clean, and he may have gotten good lawyers, he may have gotten off. That, that doesn't mean that the guy's a tzaddik. So again, you can, you can win in terms of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Schar, Va'aynesh, you know, Misa, Misa, Chaim, or Misa, but if you want to know if, who you are, are you a tzaddik? 
Tzadik v'toyvle, Tzadik v'ra'alai, you have any Rosh v'toyvle, Rosh v'ra'alai, that's not what we're talking about over here. And that's why Chazal say, when they say about a Tzadik, that a Tzadik is, libichol b'kirboi, somebody who has no, has no Yitzhara. Ulchein amru Chazal, ra'at, ra'at Kaddish Baruch Hu b'tzadikim she'em mu'atim. As the Gemara says, as the Gemara in Sukkah, the Baruch Hashem saw that tzaddikim are mu'atim, amr v'shasam echol dar v'dar. I'm sorry, that's not that Gemara. The Gemara over there says, B'shem Baruchai says that tzaddikim are b'nei aliyah are mu'atimim. This is a different Chazal. But the Medjur says, Ra Kaddish Baruch Hu b'tzaddikim she'em mu'atim. Hashem saw tzaddikim that are very, very, there's minimal amount of tzaddikim. Amr v'shasam echol dar v'dar. He went ahead and planted them in every dar. V'kumay shekasa, v'tzaddik yisayi da'elom. Right, v'tzaddik yisayi da'elom. He's talking about two madregas over here. Right, just, just you know, a, a very pashtadik. He says two things. Right, Chazal said that it's tzaddikim shemuatim. Amar v'shasim chol dar v'dar. Ukomay shekasev v'tzaddik b'ashin yachid yisayid elam. There's too much dregas of tzaddikim. Nachman talks about the fact that there's a tzaddik yisayid elam in every generation. Tzaddik yisayid elam means he's the foundation. He's he's the one who's holding up the world. Nachman's example is a tree. So you have the the, the trunk of the tree. That's tzaddik. Come off of that, which are the other the other trees, which are you know the other tzaddikim, which are connected to that tzaddik yisrael. But ultimately, there's one tzaddik. See, what he's telling us is is there's minimal amount of tzaddikim in every generation, and every generation there's one tzaddik who's the tzaddik yisrael. But at the end of the day, Chazal can't say that ra'ah akadosh baruch tzaddikim shemu atem if a tzaddik means fifty one percent. So clearly, tzaddik doesn't mean fifty one percent because first of all, the, that, that, that's not libi chol boy. That's not somebody who killed that as is, is, is Tahara. And second of all, then Hashem says there's so few tzaddikim, right? I think all of us can say we're tzaddikim. Everyone's tzaddikim. And on that level of fifty one percent, every every teenager with all this taivus and all the various that he's done, every kid off the dark is probably a tzaddik on that level of fifty one percent. Yeah, you got it. Fifty one percent, you got it. But that's not again. That's a shame. Hamusha when you talk about tzchar when you talk about the essence of what a person is. You, you can't call that. You can't call that a tzaddik. It's all trivial. It's just it's it's, so it seems like it. Oh, so very good. So, so maybe once we redefine what a tzaddik is, then we could redefine what the avoid in terms of panemius is in terms of in terms of the avoid of el, which means you know I, I, I you know I mentioned I mentioned this last night like we saw Salanter when he was you know when he was shaking shaking before el wasn't afraid of this this scharvainish right. I don't think that the big Bali Musar, you know, that the fainted during Shabbos and Baruch and El were fainting because they weren't sure if they're going to make, you know, 50,000 rubles the next year or 40,000 rubles. And they said, maybe I've done a, a, you know, so many of errors and there's a Yayim Hadin coming up and I don't know what my Gashmius Yayim Hadin is going to be if, you know, if things are going to work out well. They, 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 they had a pachet of the, the real Sifrin Shisladikim, what it really needs to be a Tzadik, what it really needs to be a Rasha. So again, you can, uh, this goes back to the why, same why thing. Is that an why is that an L? Because that's when the Yayim Hadin takes place. Yemidin and who you are. Again, there's two ways to view everything, right? And this is, this is going to come up again and again throughout time. There's two ways to view everything. And this comes up hopefully, you know, again and again, and hopefully every Shabbos in the shul, that there's always two, two ways to view things. You can view things in a way of chitzonius, which, okay, this is it, it's surface. And then you can view things in a way of panemius. What is it really? What, what, what is it at its core? Now, we probably mentioned this before, but the, but the, the Gemara, every time the Gemara mentions Araya, the Gemara says Tashima. Right? Tashima means come in here. The Zerakadish doesn't use the Lashon Tashma. What's the Lashon the Zerakadish? Tachazin. Tachazin, right? Yoshalmi does the same thing. Right? It's one of the differences between Babylon and Yoshalmi. Yoshalmi is much more Gauladic. Right? It's, a, it's much more Gauladic. Tachazin. Right? That's why, in general, we mentioned this before the Yoshalmi, the, the, there's, no, there's, there's not nearly as many Machlaikas in Yoshalmi as in Babylon. The whole thing is, it's, you know, but Machshakim, Machshakim, Yoshivani, Zutama, Babylon, Chazal, it's all Chayshech, it's all Machlaikas, it's all Hastara, it's all Gaulas. There's a mile on that. But, but that's really what it is, and that's Talmud Bavli. So it's Tashema. Shema is Shmiya, right? In the inner day, Mishmiya You can't compare Tachazit to Tashema. So the Zara Kaddish is always viewing things in a way of Pneumius, 
what things really are. So you could view the Yom Adin and Rosh Hashanah and you can go into it this way, which is I'm trying to figure out, you know, and people have told me this before, that, that, that they're doing tshuva during El to make sure that next year is a good year, that business goes well, that I have an for my kids, that I, you know, I have a good shaykhist like Mishan Bayes works out well. And again, that's a nice thing to do, but that's chitonius of what Yom Adin means. That's chitonius of what Sifrit Shaladikim Sifrit Shalashan means. That's chitonius of what Tzchar Va'inish means. Okay, it's nice and it's important. And you, if, if that's what's going to push a person to do tshuva, you know, you're a Sa'inish. It's also, it's also good. Whatever, whatever you can do to get yourself to do tshuva is important. But once the person understands the Pneumius of Rosh Hashanah, what Yom Adin means, what it means to be in Sifrit Shaladikim, so you understand that that's something totally, totally different. And the Yom Adin is not just, okay, you know, what's going to be next year and I'm afraid and, you, you know, you're crying by, by uh, you, you know, <laughs> It's much bigger than that, right? It's about being Mamel Hashem. It's about who you are. It's about re- realigning your relationship with the Rabbani Shalom. It's, it's, it's about much, much more than just the Schar Va'inish. So uh, again, Tzadik V'rasha is a Shema Moshe when we're talking about Schar Va'inish. But there's also Tzadik V'rasha in, the, in terms of Pneumius and what's the essence of the person taking place in co- at, at their core. And really that's the Avayda during Elul and during, you know, during... Uh, that's what we're talking about in the Biyam Dar Kechash here, that it's not, it's, it's not so much actions. Again, if, if, if Elul and Tshuva is action-based, then that's a shame of Moshe. That's Schar Va'inish. I want to make sure that I have more good actions than bad actions, okay? That's important. But, but Elul at its core and Tshuva at its core is being Tashav Tashem, is returning back to the Rabbanish in a real, real way, which has to do with what does a Tzaddik mean, Really, and what does a Russian mean? Really, what does a Benini mean? Really, and that's what we're going to have to see as we, as we, you know, as we get through it. What is a tzaddik? What is a rasha? Maybe, maybe if next time we'll do this, we'll do this haga, and we'll just talk. Remind me, we'll just talk a drop about you know what what would be the point of a tzaddik who doesn't have a yitzhara, right? It's a very odd thing, right? Here, Reb Nachman Baltani is telling us that that the ultimate tzaddik is somebody Libi Chol Bakiri. David Melch says, "I have no yitzhara." What, what's the what's the point of a person living in this world with no yitzhara? I know, so fine. So then he's done, no? He reached, he, he reached it. That's the pinnacle. So, why, why, yeah, why, and again, the Rabbani Shem took tzaddikin, and a tzaddik is libi chol b'kirbay, and shasam b'chol dar v'dar. Tzaddik is adam. We'll, we'll like, we'll have to talk about at length. You know what the purpose so of these people are. The same type, right? Yeah, but there's no if there's no battle. So the what's the what's the point? There's no battle. It's all tight. It's very good. Uh, huh? Right. right. So what's the purpose? What's the purpose? Is the pshat is no yitzar or yitzar? Like you're just being able to be shaluk. Oh no. So that's we'll see. Once we get that, that that's the difference between a tzaddik rel and tzaddik betoyva. The ultimate level of a tzaddik, the baltani will explain to us, is no yitzar. Not not yeah. Not that the yitzar is subjugated. There's no yitzar bechal. No yitzar. But the ultimate goal of being is kashrus to Hashem and all that, and then the yitzar is anyway. Now he, he reached. He reached it. So now he's enjoying. Fine. It. So, so it's fine. So let him go down to Mabel. Let him go to Ganadin. Well, what's he still doing here? So well, 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 remind me, Mr. We'll, we'll talk about that next time. Nachman said it's a tremendous smile that we have the Yitzhar. That's one of the biggest smiles we have the Yitzhar. We need the Yitzhar. The Yitzhar battles us and we fight him, right? That's this, this is the Milo. But, but again, so we'll have to talk about what that is and we'll get to that Haggah. Then, Mr. We'll get to the beginning of uh, the, the, the Turitzim already.